0: On today's episode of Locked On Braves, I'll give you my five keys for the Atlanta Braves to win the World Series, and we'll break down all the action in Day One of the Wild Card Series. All that on today's episode of Locked On Braves. So let's get into it. You are Locked On Braves, your daily Atlanta Braves podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, and welcome back to Lockdown Braves. It's part of Locked On Sports Atlanta where we cover your favorite Atlanta sports teams each and every day. I am your host, Jake Mastriani. You can follow me on social media at shortstopball. Make sure you follow the podcast on social media as well at lockdown underscore braves. Send in any questions, comments, or feedback that you have. For the podcaster on the Braves, probably won't have a mailback episode this week. So if you do have questions, send them in on Twitter or try to join one of these live shows. We'll probably do one more this week, and then we'll have a series preview once we know who the Braves' opponent is. I'll record that with me and Grant McCauley. So that's what's on tap later this week so make sure you're subscribed on youtube if you're new hit the thumbs up button there as well to help support the show and make sure you subscribe to locked on braves wherever you get your podcast thanks so much for all your support and making us your first listen of each and every day shout out to joe Wild, jay sather ryan webb dirt 59 who began listening earlier this season and wrote us all the way through kevin uh, geeter and lion man thanks so much for letting me know that you are every dayers on the podcast thank you so much for all that. We got Lady Braves, Chris Fields, Jeffrey Humphreys, and Quez right now joining us live as well as we record on YouTube. Thanks for being a part of that. Before we get into today's episode, I want to let you know it's brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can get can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. On today's episode, we will, our, I will give you my five keys to the Atlanta Braves winning the World Series. If these things happen, the Atlanta Braves will take home the trophy in 2023. Want to get your thoughts as well in the second segment? So be sending in those comments, questions. I'll get to as many of those as I can, and then a the final segment. We'll recap day one of the Wild Card Series. Phillies take a step closer to facing the Braves again in the NLDS with their win. And we'll also talk about the sim game that the Braves played on Tuesday where Max Fried and A.J. Smith-Schauber both pitched in that one. So a lot to get to on today's episode. Justin Chick, thanks so much for letting me know. You're an every day on the podcast as well. Let's jump into my five keys for the Atlanta Braves winning a World Series in 2023. And my first key is the offense has to be the best offense in baseball. They got to be the offense they were in the regular season. And the reason I put this number one, and this kind of goes against what I've said in the past, I think is most important, which will be my number two. We'll get to in a second. But I think this offense is good enough to carry this team to a world series. If they get enough pitching, if they hit like they did in, in the regular season and they hit like that in the world series, I think this offense is good enough that really, despite what else happens, I mean, you got to get some sort of good pitching, play good defense, all those things. But despite what else happens, I truly believe this offense is good enough. They can carry this team to a World Series championship. We talked the other day about all the incredible numbers this offense put up. Now, it's understandable that in the postseason, you may run into a Zach Wheeler who was just absolutely lights out. On Tuesday night, you're going to face better pitching each and every night. So it's understandable to think that this offense might not be quite as powerful. Even with all of that, I still think they're good enough, especially over a seven-game series. Five-game series, it's a little bit more scary. But over a seven-game series, you give them enough opportunities, they're going to put some runs up on the board. So my number one key to this team winning a World Series This offense has to be the best offense in all of baseball. It has to be that historic offense we saw in the regular season. If that happens, more so than all these other keys I'm going to get to, even if you don't hit some of these other keys I'm going to get to, I still think this team can win a World Series because I think this offense is that good when they're clicking on all cylinders top to bottom like they have been most of this season. My number two key, Strider and Freed have to be the best versions of themselves. And this was my key going back to the beginning of the year. And it's why, you know, I said I've kind of changed my tune a little bit just because this offense has been even better than I thought it would be. Coming into the season, I said point blank. If the Braves are going to win a World Series this year, a lot depends on Max Fried and Spencer Strider being healthy at the top of their game going into the postseason. Are they at the top of their game going into the postseason? I, I don't know. I don't know that you can say that right now. Strider's had some of his hiccups. He's been you know, dominant for most of an outing, but then he'll give up a three-run inning. Max Freed obviously coming off an injury. How effective can he be? Those are question marks. But for me, if the Braves are going to win a World Series this year, those two guys have to be at the top of the rotation. They need to be pitching at the top of their game when these two pitch and especially in games where they pitch well they give you 5 6 innings of three earned or less which with this offense that's a good outing you have to win those games those have to be games that you win when Spencer Strider and Max Fried pitch and they pitch well and they pitch deep into a game those have to be games that the Braves win throughout this postseason i don't know what you're going to get from the rest of the rotation but those guys when they are on, they're two of the best in all of baseball. You're talking about Max Fried, who would finish second in the NL Cy Young voting last year, and Spencer Strider, who's probably going to finish at least top four, if not top three, in the NL Cy Young voting this year, despite you know his 3.8 whatever ERA that he has, 3.86, I think is where it ended up. He's been one of the more dominant pitchers in baseball. And when those two guys are on, it just makes this team so much better. And I just feel like there's a lot of pressure on those two because we don't know what the rest of the rotation looks like, especially without Charlie Morton. But again, for the Braves to win in the postseason, those two have to be lights out, and you have to win those games when they pitch like that. You cannot afford to drop a Max Fried and Spencer Strider start when they're on. Now, somebody else is going to have to win a game at some point to get through a World Series run, but make you know, no bones about it, if the Braves are going to win, it's because Strider and Freed are healthy and pitching at the top of their game. Last year, that clearly wasn't the case going in. Both of them you know, having their various injuries, illnesses, and they weren't very effective, and you saw what happened in that series. You cannot have this this year. you got to have those two guys healthy and pitching like they're capable of for the Braves to win a World Series. Number three for me is a return of some form of the night shift. If you remember in that 2021 season, nobody really was confident in Will Smith going into the postseason. You could say the same for some other guys. But when postseason time came, you know, Luke Jackson, Will Smith, Tyler Max, AJ Minter, those guys were lights out in the back end of the bullpen. And I feel like the combination of Iglesias, Minter, Jimenez, and Johnson can be that. And they need to be that. If you get past the fifth inning with a lead, you need to have confidence that you can go to those four guys to close out a game. Those are going to be, you know, your, again, this year's version of the night shift. And you need those guys to get on a run. You look at the top, you know, K per nine guys for the Braves, those are four of your top six, with the other two being Strider at 13.55 K per nine and Curry Yates at 11.93 Ks per nine. Those are the only ones better then Johnson at 1217, Jimenez at 1166 66 Mentor at 1141 and Iglesias at 10.99, not counting Daisville, Hernandez and Danny Young, who had small sample sizes. So that's why I say you lean on those four coming out of the bullpen because those are the guys who have the strikeout stuff, and that's typically what plays up in the postseason. You want those strikeouts. You want that swing and miss stuff, and those guys have it. So if the Braves are going to win a World Series this year, those four need to form the new identity of this bullpen and being this year's version of the night shift. It's got to be locked down whenever those guys come into a game and finish things off. Key number four here, don't try to do too much. This team is talented enough to win a World Series on its own just by playing their game. You don't have to try to play out of your minds. You don't have to try to do something you haven't done before or something you don't necessarily go out of your you know comfort zone to do. Just play your game. Take your hits. Take your singles the other way. Take your walks when they come. Don't always be looking for that big home run. And that's something this team this year has done a fantastic job of, and it's why it's become one of the best offenses we've ever seen is because they do take their walks. Ronald Kuna Jr. will shoot a ball. The other way. They still obviously got their home runs. They don't strike out as much. And just keep that same mentality going in the postseason. You know, don't let the the atmosphere, the situation change what you've done all year long. Just be who you are and be what you've been for the entirety of this season. You know, take the extra base when it's there, but don't push it. Don't be getting thrown out on the base pass. Don't an Adam Duval here from 2019 and just get thrown out all over the base pass take what's given to you but don't push it to try to do too much you don't have to do too much and this is the biggest key of all take the outs that they give you this is something I've been harping on for a while now defensively is take the outs as they come when you get those opportunities you know whether it's don't try to to move too quickly to turn a double play, you know, just take the out that you're going that they're going to give you. They want a sack bunt, which we saw some on day one of the wild card series, you take that out. Anytime an offense is trying to give you an out, take it because Braves offense, you know, is going to put up some runs. You just need this offense or this defense and this pitching staff to get out. So my biggest key on defense is just make the plays that you're supposed to make. You don't have to worry about making the extraordinary plays. Make the plays that you're supposed to help out your pitchers, get the easy outs. Don't try to do too much, whether it's a plate or on the base pass or in the field. Don't try to do too much. This isn't a, you know, an Arizona Diamondbacks team, which I like, but it's because they're scrappy and they're a young team, and you can see them stealing bases, taking the extra base, you know, doing those little things that they have to do to win. While, yes, I want the Braves to do that, this team's talented enough, they don't have to rely just on those things to win a ball game. Again, yes, I want them to do those things, but you know, not at the expense of, of giving up an out or trying to do too much on defense and not getting it out. So one of my biggest keys is don't try to do too much. Just play your game. Be the team that you've been all season long. And then last one here, and this is the obvious one. Got to have a little bit of luck. And got to stay healthy. I mean, those are some obvious keys for every team. It takes a little bit of luck to get through the postseason, which we've talked about is just so random at times. But you got to have a little bit of luck. Things go your way. Some of that Cardinals devil magic that they always use. Hopefully the Braves get some of that. And then staying healthy. I mean, obviously the most crucial part of any team trying to win a World Series is staying healthy, especially, you know, your big guys. I already mentioned Freed Strider. You got to have those two throughout the postseason, obviously some of the big guys in the lineup. But got to have a little bit of luck, stay healthy as well. So those are my five keys. Let me know your five keys down in the comment section below or if you're live with me on YouTube. Let me know what are your biggest keys for this Braves team winning a World Series. Also, if you got any questions, going to get to those here next. So go ahead and start submitting those in the chat section. But we'll go through my five keys to winning a World Series again. Number one, offense Be the best offense in baseball like you have been all year long. Strider and Freed, got to stay healthy. A return of the night shift with Johnson, Jimenez, Minter, and Iglesias. Don't try to do too much. Just play your game and got to have a little bit of luck and stay healthy. So those are my five keys. Again, would love to know what your keys are. What's the biggest key that you think the Braves have to hit in order to win a world series tomorrow. We'll talk about some players, some unsung heroes that maybe could step up for the Braves in the postseason. But I wanted to just highlight, you know, high level things, things, you know, but things that need to go right for the Braves in order to win a world series. All right, next, I'm going to get to some of the questions in the chat section here, and then we'll break down the Braves sim game on Tuesday, as well as day one of the wild card series. We'll discuss all of that here next. The NFL season is here, and FanDuel has incredible offers. America's number one sportsbook always does. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. Also, visit FanDuel.com slash PlaySafe for tools and resources to help you stay in control of the way you play. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Post postseason got underway on Tuesday and will continue on Wednesday. Catch every pitch of the postseason with SiriusXM on the SXM app. All right, going to take some fan, uh, some listener questions here from the chat section. He got some questions. Make sure you're submitting those here. I'm going to go through the chat section here um, at right now. Uh, George Smith says, "Could Charlie Morton be good in the bullpen with his curveball?" Um, Certainly, I think he could be. Um, but if he comes back, which would have to be in the NLCS, I think he's coming back as a starter. Like we talked about in the first segment. Right now, outside of Freed and Strider, I don't know who you really trust to start a game for the Braves right now. So if Charlie Morton is healthy enough to come back, and if the Braves do advance, they're gonna put him back in that rotation. I just it's a obviously a big need for the Braves. You have the postseason pedigree of Charlie Morton. They're not going to mess around, I don't think, putting him in the bullpen. I think he goes straight into the rotation. Uh, Quez says, let's go, Braves. Um, R. Gaten says, when do you think that we will see Wheeler in the NLDS? So he pitched today. So I'm doing the math quick in my head. That's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sunday would be when he'd be on full rest. Braves or NLDS is off on Sunday. So you could see him in game two The Phillies wanted to go on short rest. You could technically start him in game one of that NLDS. That's assuming the Phillies advance, which they're off to a good start there. So Phillies could either start him in game one on four days rest or start him in game two on an extra days rest where he seems to be a lot more effective. So if I had to guess, I'd probably say he starts in game two. And I believe with the off days, that you have because you have another off day after game two. He could come back and pitch a game five if they needed him to as well. So I think he's probably we'll probably see him in game two of that series. Todd Willie says the Braves fans, I only fear the Phillies this postseason. I, I would somewhat agree with that. The Dodgers, you know, are always a really good postseason team and they're a tough out. They got a really good lineup. I you know, I said coming in. I think it's the Braves, Phillies, Dodgers, those are the three real threats coming out of the national league. That Dodgers bullpen has been so good in the second half of the season. I know they have some issues in the starting rotation, but they got a lot of young guys with really good stuff that I feel like if they can give them three, four innings even, and you go to that bullpen for the Dodgers that's been so great lately, I think that could be a recipe for them in the postseason. but the Phillies are certainly a scary team with that lineup and the two guys they have atop the rotation. Matt Cox says, Hey Jake, Will you be doing a preview show with the Locked On Phillies Marlins host like last year? That is the plan. So right now, uh, tomorrow or tomorrow's episode, Thursday's episode, I will do another podcast looking at um, uh, players who need to step up for the Braves in the postseason. I'll do another live show like this one, so if you want to join that. And then on Friday's episode, I'll actually do a NLDS series preview with Grant McCauley on Locked On Braves. And then, again, whoever advanced – It'll be Peter Pratt of Locked On Marlins or Connor of Locked On Phillies. We'll do, uh, we plan to do a preview show if everything lines up, the timing lines up. So, yes, we'll look to do that for sure. Jeffrey Humphrey said, if we're healthy, everyone needs to fear us. I agree with that. I had somebody from uh, an Astros fan in the comment section yesterday saying that from an outsider's perspective, they certainly fear the Braves right now. And I think you should. Uh, One Iron Lung says, "Don't revenge on the Phillies. Their fans are, are way too cocky right now. Uh, certainly would love to get that revenge on the Phillies, but again, they're a tough out. But look, you got to be good teams to win a World Series, so that's just what it is at this point." Um, Dad says, "You gonna you going live during the games? I think that would be fun. We'll see. I, I got to talk with Grant and see when we'll do the post game recap." during the postseason. I know he has to do a lot of stuff at the ballpark after games. So I may go live at the end of some of these games, but I also want to sit back and kind of enjoy them as well. But we'll see if everything lines up and when some of these games are. Hopefully we're not getting nothing but day games in the NLDS. But uh, yeah, if it works out, I think that could be a lot of fun. Justin Chick, postseason home runs win series. I definitely agree with that. And Braves, obviously the best home running team in baseball. Uh, hey Doc, thanks for joining. Appreciate you. I know you're an everydayer. Uh, Kwame says before the season, I told you in chat Ozuna would hit 30 plus home runs and 120 uh, plus WRC plus. He hit 40 and 139. Incredible season. Uh, I mean, me and just about everybody out there. I even had people coming in the comment section who were still, you know, on the Ozuna train coming into the year. I had people coming in and saying, "I'm sorry, you were right. Ozuna needs to go." And then all of a sudden, he turned thing around. I mean, nobody saw that coming. Maybe Kwame did, and I know a couple of others have told me they saw it coming. But uh, just, you know, again, incredible season from Ozuna. R. says, do you think that, that it's better to go with a bullpen game or starting elder in the NLDS? I do at this point, and it may depend on how games one and two go. Another thing I haven't really discussed and really hadn't thought about is game three is going to be on the road in – likely Philadelphia and if you watch the game on Tuesday you know or you we obviously were there last year you know how rowdy that crowd is and to throw Bryce Elder out there in that scenario where he hasn't been pitching well doesn't really have big time stuff I I think that's very risky I would actually lean towards starting Kyle Wright and I know they're Prepping him for this bullpen role, even in Tuesday's sim game, that's how they use them coming out of the bullpen. But if it were me, I'd start Kyle Wright and then maybe bring in an AJ Smith Schawer into the game like that. I'd go with I'd go with who you believe your best arms are, who has the best arm talent. But game three is going to be a road game, you know, and if if it's in Philadelphia, obviously going to be a pretty raucous crowd. Miami maybe a little bit different story. Not trying to take shots at Marlins fans, but that is just you know a big difference there. Um, But I do lean towards going more of a bullpen game, letting somebody a little bit more, maybe even like a Jesse Chavez as an opener, you know, maybe a veteran can kind of handle that atmosphere until the game kind of settles in a little bit and then bring in one of your young guns. Will Buchanan says, what do you see as the biggest key for Riley this postseason? Laying off those sliders down and away. I mean, when he gets in a rut, it's because he's not recognizing that slider and he's chasing pitches off the plate away if he's spitting on those and sitting on something inside he is you know going to be locked in so that's always my key with austin riley at the plate levi coker says "Ad read with smoothness thank you for that shout out to fanduel for the easy ad read there lewis s i feel like the phillies will beat the braves again i hope you are wrong and i certainly don't feel that way uh quez would you be interested in joining the braves gc on x i'm not sure what that is but uh, I don't get on social media a ton, to be quite honest with you. Jose Ortiz says Braves Phillies will be fun. I think it certainly will be. Look, it's not over yet. Let's not count the Marlins out just quite yet. But I think that would be a fun series. Kwame says, "I'm an everyday viewer. You need more live streams. If you're new to this and you just joined during the season, pretty much all off season will be live streams. We'll do exactly this. I'll get on, have a segment, and then another segment will strictly be to those who join live. So we will do these all throughout." The the uh, the postseason. Um, Alfie says Braves Philly is going to be a war. I agree with that. Um, Darren King says, "How worried are you about the pitching going in? Considering we average giving up five plus runs and eighteen in the last twenty six games, can't expect the offense to average six plus runs against postseason teams pitching. Uh, it's a concern, no doubt. It's the biggest concern for the Braves going into the postseason." I'd venture to guess of those 26 games, Max Fried and Spencer Strider pitched six, seven of them. I mean, uh, again, you're starting a lot of Alan Winans, Darius Vines, who had some good starts down the stretch, Bryce Elder struggling, Charlie Morton struggling and getting injured. So I don't put too much stock into that, especially over the last couple of weeks after the Braves had clinched. And again, we're kind of just throwing some guys out there, Dylan Dodd, who got a start, Jared Schuster. So I don't put too much document into that. Like I said, my biggest key at the beginning, Strider and Freed. Those two guys have to be on. They have to be you know, pitching the bulk of your games, and they got to be at the top of their game. And then you can just figure out the rest of it from there. Um, all right, a couple more questions here. Trying to get to um, Eva's Tech World. Hey, what do you think of MLB's top 50 most important uh, player in the playoff list? That seemed like a you know, clickbait if I've ever seen it, not putting Acuna one. I don't understand that. Jeffrey Humphrey says, which Braves player do you feel will have a surprising NLDS series? Come back for tomorrow's episode because that's what we're going to talk about. Uh, thanks so much for all the questions, joining live comments. If I didn't get to your question or comment, make sure you put it down in the comment section below on YouTube. But next, I want to talk about the Sim game on Tuesday. Everything that came out of that, Max Freed, AJ smith Shaver. We'll discuss that and also get to day one of the wild card series we'll talk about all that here next i'm excited to tell you about bird dogs once again one of my new favorite sponsors that we have they sent me some of their stretch khaki shorts absolutely love them i hardly ever take them off yep i'm wearing them right now i got them on they're designed to fit slimmer but they also allow the comfortability to move around it's so much better than regular shorts that can be so stiff i wear my bird dogs for any type of occasion whether that's at work which is usually from home uh exercise even going for walks taking the kids to school going to the grocery store. Whatever it may be, you can wear them for pretty much any occasion because not only do my bird dog shorts feel great, they look great as well, making them a perfect fit for whatever you're doing or wherever you're going. Go to birddogs.com/slash-locked-on-mlb or enter promo code at locked-on-mlb at checkout. For a free Bird Dogs water bottle with your order, that's birddogs.com slash locked on MLB for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your Bird Dogs off, we promise you. Postseason gets back underway on Wednesday. Four more games catch every pitch of the postseason with SiriusXM on the SXM app. All right, let's get into the sim game nudes for the Braves. You know, first time really doing this, got fans involved. I really like the idea, and I like trying something different. Um, we'll see if it's effective or not. It it wasn't, and I didn't really expect this, but it wasn't necessarily a real game situation. I mean, they're putting runners on base with, after they don't actually reach just to set up certain scenarios, and that's typically what a sim game is, and I understand that, but I was hoping it'd be more of an actual, you know, game. I liked, I saw somebody tweeted me talking about Eric O'Flaherty saying they need to put kind of wagers on these things to try to uh, ramp up the intensity a little bit. I don't think it was necessarily anything quite like that, but again, they're trying here and it's tough. You got five days. What's the best way to make sure that your guys stay rested and healthy and also make sure they stay on schedule and more so hit or stay on time and. The one thing I've said, you know, the biggest key is keeping hitters timing down. And I think this is the best way to do that, to have them actually facing live pitching. It's the best way to try to keep hitters in shape. For pitchers, you know, it's all about just keeping your arm warm and staying healthy unless you're coming off the I.O. like Max Fried, and you need those innings. Now, as for Max Fried in this game, he threw 76 pitches, 44 of them, for strikes, simulated five innings, but you know I think they rolled one of the innings, gave up a couple home runs, one to Kevin Pillar, one to Sean Murphy. Good to see Sean Murphy getting a home run. Hopefully that will get him going. Um, I'm reading this, uh, this post from Mark Bowman. Um, he was in the clubhouse before Snit knew the blister developed again during the September 21 start in D.C., so uh, he looked fine but can't make assumptions. There was no comments after the game Braves don't really want to announce anything right now. Obviously don't want to give anything away, but Mark Bowman said that he did wear a bandaid during the outing. So, um, you know probably still healing up a little bit. It's looking like it's going to line up where Strider pitches in game one and freed in game two. I do think he'll pitch, even if that blisters, maybe not healed up completely. I mean, he's your best shot. You know, I hope he's a hundred percent or as close to it as he can be. Like I said, Got to have those two guys healthy in the top of their game. But, you know, for blisters, it's all about just not using it and letting it heal up and can't afford that right now because we need Max Fried on the mound and, meet and need him pitching. So good to see him be able to get out there, throw, you know, 70-plus pitches, kind of get that under his belt, and hopefully, you know, he will be ready for game two, which, again, you got the off day between Saturday, you know, on Saturday. You got the off day Sunday before game two, so that gives him a little bit more time to get ready for that start if that's the way the Braves want to roll things out. Um, but that was the biggest thing. The other thing, AJ smith Shaver sounded like he was uh, dynamite in this game as well. And he was going up against the starting lineup for the Atlanta Braves and he pitched five scoreless innings. I had him on the postseason roster. I, I think he's got to be a slam dunk at this point. The outling he had in his last game of the season. And then I know this is a sim game, but, you know, to be able to, to pitch that effectively against the starting lineup, I think he's got to be on the division series roster. And speaking of Mark Bowman, he tweeted out again his kind of prediction for the pitcher side of things on the NLDS roster, and he went with 12 pitchers again. He has Strider, Freed, Elder, Iglesias, Mentor, Jimenez, Johnson, Chavez, Yates, Hand, Wright, and smith Shaver. Only difference he has than I had in my predict- prediction yesterday is Tonkin. And, look, you want to throw Tonkin off this roster and put on a Luke Williams or a Vaughn Grissom, give you another bat, uh, base stealer. I'm all for that. But you know, originally he had said that they were going to carry a third catcher. I don't, I don't understand that logic at all. But if you wanted to, you know, take off a pitcher to add another bat like a Vaughn Grissom or a Luke Williams, which I think would be those other options, I can definitely see that you know being a really solid way to go for the Braves if they decide to carry just twelve pitchers in the postseason. Really not much from the offensive side of things. Again, that's not really what we're focusing on right now. Kyle Wright did come into this game. Didn't really hear how things went for him, but assuming he came out of there, fine. Again, I think in that game three, I would start Kyle Wright and then piggybacking with A.J. Smith-Shauver just because that would be a better way to ease him into the game. Speaking of A.J. Smith-Shauver, as far as the wild, wild card series results on Tuesday got a, a little bit of upset. This is why it is an advantage to skip the wild card series. You never know what's going to happen. The Rangers, who you know, a rough end to their season, they go down to the trop, which can be a hard place to play. The Rays got Tyler Glass now on the mound, ready to go, and the Rays make four errors and lose four to nothing. And the Rays have scored like one run in their last four or five uh, playoff games. It's rough, rough time over there for the Rays. So that's why you want to avoid that wild card series as best you can. Because it's a three game series. Never know what's going to happen in baseball. You have a blunder of the game like the Rays had, and now their backs are up against the wall facing the Rangers. Twins did win against the Blue Jays. I had the Blue Jays winning that one, so a little bit of a surprise there. And then the Diamondbacks beating the Brewers. I mentioned they're a scrappy team. Um, Corbin Burns giving up uh, three home runs in that game. And then in the night cap, you had the Phillies taking down the Marlins 4-1. to one. Every batter in the Phillies lineup had a hit. You know, they are a really good offense. Zach Wheeler was on his game. He was unhittable. They're a dangerous team. There's no doubt about it. But we'll see if any of these series go to three games. Hopefully, that Marlins Phillies series does to at least make them use some more resources. But a great first day of the postseason. A lot of fun watching that action. And we'll have it again on Wednesday as well. All the same times for all of those games. And you can catch all of those games on SiriusXM on the SXM app as well. That will do it for this episode of Locked On Braves. Thanks so much for joining. Thanks for joining live if you were able to do so. I appreciate it so much for all the support that you give me here at Locked On Braves. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube if you're new. Make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to the Locked On Braves podcast wherever you get your podcast. And we will talk to you next time.